For this week's episode, Anne and I recorded live at the count for the council elections in the Emirates Arena. So, through the magic of podcasting, let's travel over to the Emirates to hear what we had to say. Anne and I are sitting here at the Emirates Arena. Um, it's really mobbed. Anne and I are sitting up in the wee chairs by the side. How are you doing, Anne? Uh, now that I'm sitting down and my feet, I'm not on my feet, I'm great, thanks. How are you? <laughs> I am good. I have a splitting headache, so I'm too enjoying sitting down. Oh. Um, yes, it's pretty. This is the first count I've been to, so we're here at the count in the mm. morning. We don't know the results yet. A few seats have been announced. Um, and I've never been to a count before. And it's um, very suppressed mood for every party, every candidate. Everyone yeah. seems to be... A bit scared. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you've got... So Labour are scared that they're going to lose control of the council for the first time uh, to the SNP for the first time ever. The SNP are scared that they're not going to take control of the council. The Greens are scared because they potentially could get a number elected more than they normally have, but they might not. So everybody's just... And the Tories are scared because... um, because I don't know. It's I in their nature. Yeah. I don't know. I've had the same conversation about a hundred times. How do you think you're doing? What do you think's happening? <laughs> All right, that's what do you think about them? And it's the same. Every single person's got the same chat. <laughs> Not me. People keep saying to me, so how, how are things going? And I just keep saying, well, I'm cold or my feet are sore or no, no, we're not talking about that. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, do you know what? There is no point in us all speculating because we don't know anything until the results come out. So I'm quite happy just to be sitting chatting to you so I don't have to have those conversations. I'd like you saying about the work that people have done, like it, it's done now. Everyone here, whatever party you're sitting for, you've done all the work, you've chapped doors, you've sent, you know, well, you might not have chapped doors depending on what the party you are, but your work's been done. Basically, at this point, there's nothing you can do now but hang about and wait for the answer. Yeah, and I think this is a really difficult time for candidates because, and, and also, we were just having a chat and I was saying that it's a very different uh, outlook now. So all of our candidates went into this with the, not the expectation, but the the hope that they would win. And when I first started standing for election, um, there was no chance of ever winning. So um, when you didn't win, you weren't surprised because you had no chance in the first place. And to be honest, back then, I'm talking about the 80s and 90s, a lot of us only stood because we were promised we wouldn't win. <laughs> we wanted to win independence, but none of us, you know, some of us didn't want to be elected mm-hmm. as politicians, and I was I was definitely one of them. So how I end up getting elected twice, I do not know. <laughs> but, um, you can see that for some um, local candidates, the Tories specifically. I mean, I've, I've heard already that Tories have won some, some seats that have surprised some folk, but I can just from my own kind of observation, you can see some Tory candidates that have basically been parachuted in just to, just to get the war wounds and just get the experience with no real oh, no real chance. I don't like to single anybody out for special um, attention, but as soon as we're talking about Tory candidates parachuted in, I have to tell you, um, there was a hustings in Springburn or Royston in my constituency and uh, so our three candidates who I hope will be our three councillors that is Graham Campbell as in my Graham Campbell uh, Paul McCabe and Christina Cannon they were great um, and other candidates you know were pretty good as well the Tory candidate a lot of talk about the talisman now if you live in the north of Glasgow, you know about the Talisman. It's a pub that was burnt down uh, 23 years ago and it still hasn't been demolished. It's an absolute eyesore. I bang on about it all the time. Our council candidates talk about it all the time. The Labour Council talk about, oh, we just can't do anything about it, so you just need to put up mm. with it. 
all the time. Anyway, so it's, it's, it's a very well-known issue in the area. And the Tory candidate clearly hadn't done any work. He said, what is this talisman? Right, I'm, I might be paraphrasing a wee yeah. bit. <laughs> All right, I am paraphrasing. Like, what, what is this talisman? <laughs> what is this talisman you speak of? He was a he was a nice young guy. Apart from being a Tory, he was a nice young guy. So, what is this talisman you're talking about? So, anyway, it was explained to him. At the end, when it was all over, he asked for directions to the talisman. Oh, my God. And then he came back to the... We were still talking in the car park, and he came back, and he said... Um, he said, uh, he said, uh, come up to me. And he clearly didn't know that at that point I was still the MP for the area. He clearly just thought I was a local resident because he came up to me and he said, I have been to the talisman. He said, and I want to reassure you that should I be elected, I will sort it out. Great. So he's telling you, the MP, <laughs> that he just, is going to get that well, sorted. I didn't have the heart to say, I just went, thanks very much. Because I knew the guy is just standing there to get his... To get uh, punched and kicked, yeah, basically. Yeah, he just didn't yeah. take his lumps. We just took a quick break there because I had that ironic thing of really needing the bathroom and the drink of water. It's always confused me ever since I'm a kid. How can you need both? Um, so we're back up in the ringside seats as we continue to watch a lot of people standing about looking worried. Yep. But just before we broke in, you were mentioning the run-in with um, the local Conservative candidate. Mm. You were talking about the talisman. Um, and you mentioned that you were his MP. Now, I think we need mm. to talk about this. Now, this is a podcast where I talk to you and McLaughlin MP. But that status has changed in the past week. Mm-hmm. So what happened? What happened? Well, I just got fed up. No, I was going to just jump it. <laughs> so what happened uh, at one minute past midnight on Wednesday morning? Parliament officially dissolved, and all the parliamentarians dissolved with it. <laughs> <laughs> so there are no MPs. There are government ministers. There are no MPs. Um, so that's it. So now um, I'm the SNP candidate for Glasgow North East. How does it feel to be a candidate again? Uh, I was quite annoyed. I was quite annoyed at Theresa May for calling the election, or Theresa May, as some people hmm. in Springburn call her. Uh, I was quite annoyed at her for calling the election because of the reasons for doing it I didn't think were justifiable. And I was quite irritated at the thought of having to fight a campaign, but now I'm thinking, ha, huh, I'm back in candidate mode. I can get on with campaigning. Um, and uh, I get to be in Glasgow for six weeks, so... Whoopie do. Yep, because I think just before she called the election, you were talking about how how difficult it is because it is a big it's a big trek to go. London mm-hmm. stayed in there and come back up. You don't get to be in the constituency anywhere near as much as you like. So this you're in, you're forced to be in the constituency, which yeah. is great, which is what yeah. you want, which is yeah. where which is where I think you enjoy. Yeah, you enjoy your job more is when you're in the constituency. Oh, definitely, definitely, and and you know, being out because um, I've obviously. Um, you know, three or four days a week in the constituency normally, um, but quite often you're visiting organisations, so it's maybe four or five people that you're speaking to. Because I've been out campaigning for the council elections and now I'm going to be doing more for the general election, you're speaking to loads and loads and loads of people and you remember how much you love uh, talking to people and listening to them and the, the fun that you get. And no, it's, I'm, really, I'm, I'm really glad to be here. And basically... We're just now at the end again, we're recording this on Friday, we're at the end of the council elections that will be decided today, um, and we're going straight into general election mm-hmm. mode after that, so how are you feeling though, because like you're saying you've been doing tons of stuff for the council campaign and now you're going straight into general election, how are you going to keep your energy up? Uh, <laughs> uh, there was an answer that I'm not going to say, um, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be a bit more uh, rigid about ensuring that you know, I do things cleverly rather than exhaust everybody. It's not just me. We've got all these activists who've been putting their heart and soul into campaigning either because they're 
looking to get elected or or for colleagues that are looking to get elected they're all tired as well um looking at you know running the sort of campaign that doesn't mean all these people are collapsing in a heap and i'm not either because the most important thing is that i get out to speak to people and you don't want to be doing that if you're on your knees i've got this wee idea in my mind that i'm going to go and leaflet every morning for one hour but that's more to do with keeping fit and i think that helps to keep your energy levels up as long as you're not doing it the whole time um and yeah, I'm going to see if I can do that thing where you ensure that you take proper breaks. Everybody else takes proper breaks. And you eat well for a change. Drink lots of water. Um, yeah, no, I'm sure it'll be fine. It will be fine. I would say I think campaigning can go two ways. You can either destroy yourself emotionally and physically and spiritually mm. and just start eating takeaways every night of the week. Or you can do what Graham did the other day, which I noticed I hadn't seen him in like a week or so. And I realised he's actually looking really fit. Looks like, he's lost, yeah, looks like he's lost a bit of weight. He's he has. Yeah. So that, that's, he's, do, he's obviously doing it well. I mean, I'm assuming that it's not he's, it's not nervous energy that's burst up. It's actually all that you know, walking the streets and shutting doors and stuff. That's yeah. Kind of... No, it is. And also, uh, most of the activists that have been helping him, apart from me, have lost weight. <laughs> but um, they've been doing a lot more leafleting than I have. Yeah. No, he has. Um, but he's been. I'm not saying he's not had any takeaways because he has Mm -hmm. but he's also been making a conscious effort to eat more healthily and put things into his diet that he maybe wasn't wouldn't naturally um, and he's getting more sleep Graham's the sort of person that can exist on a couple of hours sleep not forever but you know I mean he could stay up all night and go to work and be alert the next day if I stayed up all night I probably would die the next day (laughs) Um, but he's been yeah he's been looking after himself and getting proper sleep and everything and yeah. So you like to bake some of that Graham like healthy living into the campaign then? It's just Graham and healthy living just it <laughs> makes me laugh. But healthier living than I am currently doing, so I can't really talk. Yeah, no, I just um, I, I, I'm always giving people advice, uh, particularly in this in this respect, candidates. I'm always saying to them, look, you must take proper breaks. You must take a day off a week or a couple of days off a week to do family stuff, to do domestic servitude, as I like to call <laughs> it, you, and pay your bills and stuff. And I never ever take that advice. I don't see any of them taking my advice either. But I just want to try and do it this time, so that I'm going to be working. A lot. I'm going to be out campaigning day and night, and I love doing that. But I'm also going to take the time to spend a bit of time with my mum, who I don't see terribly often. I certainly don't see her very much when I'm in London, and just spend a bit of time, you know, just trying to chill out so that I'm a better candidate. Yeah, it is a myth, I think, that if you constantly work hard, that you'll get good results. Actually, you know, you can burn out pretty quickly. You end up talking rubbish, you make mistakes, you do all this stuff. Stuff. Whereas they're saying if you're properly rested and you've got a good plan, then... Well, see see that thing when you're on a flight and they say, put your own oxygen mask on before you put the child's on. And you think, oh, no, instinctively, no, you would want to put the child's on first. But in actual fact, if you don't look after yourself, how can you help that child? And it's the same sort of principle. If you uh, work yourself into the ground... Then and you meet a tricky person at a door and they're asking you because people can be quite rude or they can ask you really challenging questions and you're exhausted your answer's going to be very different yeah. to your answer would be if you've been looking after yourself and you're properly rested yeah. I mean I'm saying all this Jerry, right <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know there will be people listening thinking oh she's going to take it easy I've never in my life mm. taken it easy but I'm going to try and just be a little bit more sensible about it So when do you think that the general election campaign is going to start proper because I know it's technically begun but we've got the cancellations today and Friday when do you think we'll start to see yourself other candidates starting to actually make a make a pitch for, for the seat I think um, 
We'll certainly be doing something formal early next week. I, some candidates are doing their local launch uh, over the weekend. Um, I'm not sure. It's not, you know, the activists are tired. And it's not just the activists. It's also the, um, you know, the voters. I think just give them a wee bit of a break. Don't go straight into it. So what I'm probably going to be doing over the weekend, and as you know, because you're part of it, I've been working with a campaign team on how we're going to, you know, what sort of campaign we're going to run and getting all up and organised for it. And I think what I might do is get a bit bit more of that this weekend, but also I might uh, be phoning around members. So if you're a member of my branch... Or Glasgow North East. I remember living in Glasgow North East. Um, and uh, your phone starts ringing. It could be me phoning you to see if you want to come out and help. Because sometimes people think, oh, it's fine. They've got enough folk. They see the photos. They've got enough people. We don't need help. It's not true. But what we're not very good at doing is doing the one-to-one approach. And that's... So I'll probably do that over the weekend and then I think early next week. It's kind of ironic because I think the locally, uh, well, it's nationally, but locally the SNP are very good in the ground game, you know, like there's loads of activists that are out chatting doors, they're out doing stuff, so that that person-to-person interaction is really strong, I think. Mm. But yeah, for people, for activists and stuff internally, there's, we could maybe do more of that kind of person-to-person stuff because, well, you know, because yeah. we're, we're looking to get activists in, you know, stuff can go up on social media and things like that, and it has an effect and it's mm. good for, good for um, morale and stuff to see that we're all out, but actually you're right, that kind of like, if some, if, you're, if your MP candidate phones you up and asks you to come out, then that, that, that's a good feeling, you know, that's, that's, you, that's you being asked to be part of something. And to be honest, I find that whenever I do do it, and whenever I have done it, even before I was elected, whenever I have done it, like when I did it as the branch organiser, the branch convener, it's rare that somebody is unable to assist. So, you know, somebody might say to you, listen, I'm really snowed under, I'm, you know, working overtime at the moment or whatever but most people if they can do it they'll at least come out once and sometimes that's that's great see if every member of our branch came out once wow there'd be no votes left for labor <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing people listen if, if you listen to this and you, you you're not actually involved in your local snp branch um, there's a huge social dimension to it. Yeah. You know, that there's there's so much hard work goes in and there's so much like spirit that grows up and friendship that grows up between people yep. and, it, and it's it's a good it's a good time and it can be hard and it can yeah. be challenging, but actually um there's loads of people there that have got, you know, similar viewpoints and, and yeah. similar ambitions and it's just a it's a good thing to come out. So even if you think actually I don't think I want to chap some doors, that's like the worst thing to me. Mm. Still get involved, you know, maybe yeah. do some phone runs, some, just so you can get involved and we, just be part of that group. We would never make anybody, I certainly would never get try and talk somebody into doing something they didn't feel comfortable with. We would always support them and if they said, I'm never ever going to feel comfortable doing that, we would never expect them to do it. Um, and, you know, I mean, my branch, our branch is Proven SNP, I cover Glasgow North East, but Proven SNP is one of the friendliest friendliest branches that you'd ever come across and you know we're constantly welcoming new people and and you know if you go to your branch and you find that they're not that friendly that they are making you do stuff you don't want to do just come and help us <laughs> poach poach we'll have you but and most we, most branches are really friendly and we do we, i mean we've had branch members from from across the city who've moved to the branch because they, mm. they really enjoy the atmosphere and i'm not to criticize any other branches but you know it's, it's that type of place you can you can find you can find people that you can get on well with and have a good yeah. laugh and doing it and what you're saying we've got a general election campaign coming up it's going to be pretty a pretty fun busy intense six weeks yeah i think we're going to get some cheering now i feel i feel like i'm commentating at a football match everyone is piling into one corner 
I don't know which result this is that's coming out. I've got headphones on, so I can't hear any of this. Who was that? <laughs> the Scottish, Scottish National Party, that's all we know. <laughs> what one was that? Honestly, I can't I've got really terrible hearing. No, anyway, it's quite nice to have this in the background, though, the, the applause. Yeah, the atmosphere. The last time I was here was at the Call Me Off Games watching the badminton. Watching badminton? Listen, the badminton's underrated. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And we're back, we're rudely interrupted there by a raft of uh, cheering. So it's really weird sitting up here. So we were sitting up here, they started to call some, some wards. Mm. Everybody piled into the corner. There's no division between them. And then half people start cheering, the other half people don't. <laughs> Just a really weird environment. <laughs> yeah. It is really strange. It's, it's quite muted today, though, as you were saying earlier. It's quite... There's not... I don't know, it's quite a tense atmosphere. Yeah. Is that normal in council elections? Because mostly when things like general elections, um, you know, Hollywood, Westminster, um, there tends to be very distinct teams, you know, so there's a yeah. lot of people behind one candidate. Whereas in these elections, you can have people who are part of the same team and they've lost some, they've lost and they've won at the same time. So yeah. is that normal for council? Like, is there usually this kind of weird kind I of subject? I just can't remember. Loss? I mean, obviously, I, I, I normally go to the council, can't, I just can't remember. But another difference is that. At the general and uh, Scottish Parliament elections, you generally have a screen up with results coming in from around the country. This is very focused on Glasgow. There's no, nobody's even asking about the rest of the country mm -hmm. because, you know, I suppose Glasgow was the, the most interesting one. But yeah, there's no, nothing. And, and also the English and Welsh results were last night, um, coming through this morning. So it's a bit of a, there's a bit of a disconnect there. It's funny. Well, that's the end of another parliamental. It's been a weird one this week. You calling me weird? No. <laughs> yes. No. It's been, it has been a weird one, but it's been really fun. I think it's the first time. We've, I know I've done outside broadcasts before <laughs> in the park and stuff, you know, um, drinking Buckfast. But this um, this has been an interesting one to actually be here with those results happening. So. Also sitting here, though, I do feel like a sports commentator. And what we should have done is we should just have passed comment on people as they walked. But maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> no, 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 maybe no, not. no, 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 no. <laughs> That's going to give us trouble. So um, anyway, listen, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, you Thank can check you. us out on social, uh, Twitter at Parliamental Pod, Facebook, search for Parliamental, or email us at parliamentalpodcast at gmail.com and I'll be back in a fortnight with more updates in Anne's general election campaign. Yep, we will. So, toodaloo the new. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.